Two dads, one dut. It's podcast, girthy football edition. Bingo. Episode 84. Detroit Rock City. Detroit Rock City, you know it. Yeah. Little recap of week 13. Going into 14. Going into 14. No, and week 14 going into 15. And it was our unofficial bye week for us. Oh, that's why it was, because it was the bye week for the football. Yeah. yeah. We, yeah. Had a, we had a bye. We had to take some time off. We did. Yeah. Everybody for needs, the family. Everybody needs a rest. Refresh the juices, the yep. batteries, yep. charges, everything. Put us back in now. We're ready, coach. And what a week. Uh, yeah, so episode 84, Detroit Rock City, is brought to you by First Shield Defense. Self-defense is a fundamental human right. A lot of people don't understand that. First Shield Defense does. They provide a way for everyone to learn something new in their weekly classes, and they place a high value on your time. They offer two types of classes, Apex, Concealed Carry, and Krav Maga. In their Apex program, you will pull the trigger at least 500 times in one hour and at the same time learn how to fight with your gun. The Krav Maga classes will teach you how to protect yourself without a gun. Send First Shield Defense a message on Facebook or Instagram to get started. FirstShieldDefense.com As always, you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Google, Amazon, Viewing Pleasures. We are on the YouTube. Subscribe, smash. Go to our channel. Look at the episodes. We're doing numbers. Thanks to you. <laughs> Do what you want. Do what you want. Skr. Drop at the beat. I want to. That guy got fucking rocked. Yeah. That's just good football. Nah, that's defenseless receiver. I hate that shit. It's so stupid. You know what he needed? He needed protection. <laughs> and nothing says protection like a Trojan condom. <laughs> that's uh, true. So, uh, episode 84, Detroit Rock City. Uh, as stated in the title, I want to just dive right into I the, won't stop you. the Detroit Lions. And I put the here, Detroit Lions are dot, 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 Back. The, the team playing the best football in the NFL right now, question mark. Question mark. So that's the question to you guys. That's the question I want to open it up with. Are they playing the best football right now? No. I don't know, dude. Only what do you guys like? Six and zero in your past six games, dude. Four and one. Four and one. In the last five. No, you were one and six, and now you are six and seven. Gotcha. So you're five and one. We should have beat. Well, we should have beat Buffalo on Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, don't should've get me wrong. Could have. We're playing really good football. I think we're playing top five football, but I still think, even though the defense is getting better, it's still a unit that's given up a lot of points. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I said Philly is probably number one, especially after the uh, onslaught they put on very early with the New York Giants. So even though what it ended up being like 40-something to 20-something where it doesn't feel 44, 28, I think. so out of hand, but it was over early. Yeah. Like it was disgusting, and it was just one of those like their offense will fire on all cylinders, and I didn't honestly think they had it in them. But the one hot take I couldn't be more wrong on and I will own is A.J. Brown is him. <laughs> He sucks. He, dude, but, he's so boomer bust. <laughs> he, but he is straight up boom because Jalen Hurts figured out how to be a quarterback and not just like this RPO like dink and dunk pass. Like he just airs it out to this dude. And how teams leave him that open, I don't know. It's he's good, man. Mis- just yeah. all around good. He yes. was all around good. Yeah. Uh, Before I, this year, he was all around good. But I said, if you think about it though, like Philly, I think is the unanimous number one. You can probably argue Kansas City is in the top three mix. But Detroit's right there. Like as far as playing good football, who's playing the best football right now after this past Sunday? I love this pod. Yeah. Hello. So when you're you're five and one, uh huh, in your last six, uh huh, and it's just the way Detroit's doing it is so interesting and appealing to me as a fan of football and watching the sport because 
in the NFL, it's a league of you need elite talent and superstars somewhere. I think the Detroit Lions are one of the only football teams where you look at the entire board, offense and defense, and there's not one person that's like, yep, we talk about this guy every week. We talk about that guy every week. This guy's just, he's their bona fide star. Like, well, it's because he got hurt on Zamron St. Brown. Well, but I was going to say they have a lot of above average to fringe elite players, uh, but nobody's the guy. Nobody's him. And that's kind of cool, all things considered, that they're one of the best football teams right now. Playing football right now. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Maybe uh, that's their thing. Well, and, and I put here, they won this week just like they drew it up. <laughs> Straight up aerial attack <laughs> after just doing a ground and pound for pretty much the entire season. Uh, Jared Goff went 27 to 39, 330 yards in the air, three tutties and zero picks. Played against him in fantasy. Yeah. He, Rooted for him every play. Guy was just Got running. Lions come first. Got to. Screw fantasy. Numbies. Uh, Jared Goff is dot, 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 a fringe elite quarterback this year. No. Yes. Fringe elite? Yeah. No. This year. We're not saying in totality this year. No. The problem is, is... Not to look ahead, but the Jets have a defense that doesn't quit. Yeah. And they come at you. That's what golf isn't great at. He's not elusive. He's very on script. We have an elite offensive line. He can pick you apart, but he's not a big off schedule guy. So that makes me extremely nervous. But th- I mean, the numbers would tell you he's really good. I'm glad you said that. numbers. So his, pa- numbers. his passing ranks. Glad you asked. Yeah. Way to play into it. Uh, do you want to guess where he sits with his passing yards? Like if he's over under uh, a certain number in the league? I would say over 3,100 yards. I think he has the f- sixth most yards in the NFL. Close. He's eighth. Okay. In the league. Uh, right now, do you want to guess where he ranks it among? How many uh, yards? 3,352. Uh, uh, to give context, Patrick Mahomes is first with 4,100, just over. Um, do you want to guess how many touchdown passes he has and who, where he ranks uh, in that aspect, in that category? See, we, we squirrel out in the old ground game there. Yeah. yeah, I think he has 22, and he's probably top 15. I'm going to say 19, and he's 16. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. He has 22 touchdown passes, and he is in a four-way tie for fifth. Yeah. Okay. He's tied with Jalen Hurts, Aaron Rodgers, and Tua Tavavailoga. Yeah, and I don't think he's thrown an interception in five games. His ratio is actually pretty nice, too. It's 22 to 7. Hell yeah, brother. Hell so, yeah. 3 yeah. to 1. Uh, do you want to guess where he ranks among the passer rating? So, again, the scale where it goes to like 158.3, yeah. which is a perfect game, so to speak. I would probably say he's averaging around 129. No, like where is he ranked? Uh, oh, ranked like yeah. 1 to 32? Yep. Seventh, I would say ninth, 101.3. He is seventh. Nice. Uh, he is 97.9. To give it more context, Josh Allen this year is 95.5. Tom Brady is 88.9. So Jared Allen, or Jared Allen, <laughs> Jared Goff. Oh, no, and again, <laughs> this is from, obviously, a diehard Lions fan my entire life. It's hard for me because when we made the trade, I didn't like it because obviously I love Stafford. Yeah. Um, I knew golf was limited. I mean, it's not damaged like, goods. Well, that and don't get me wrong. It's not like Stafford. He's not terrible. Stafford's not, you know, Jalen Hurts out yeah. here running RPOs. Yeah, That's what I meant. But he was athletic enough to move the pocket, get out like golf doesn't have that in. Yeah. It. But I wasn't factoring in that, you know, we 
over the last two years with the draft picks, the franchises, our offensive line is awesome. Yeah. So you can sit back there. Yeah. But I don't want this to be like a false hope situation where it's like, oh, yeah, this is our guy long term. Right. We'll get to Cause it. Because then it's like, okay, he's having a repeat of 2018. Well, I was going to say. And I mean, then it's he, like, well, you're going to get fucking 2017, 2016, right. 2019. But no, he's you can't take anything away from him this year. Yeah. It's good stuff. Uh, and then to go back to the ground and pound situation that's been their bread and butter for the most part, <sighs> Jamal Williams has more touchdowns this season, uh, currently sitting at 14, than his entire Packer career of yeah. four years. Yes. Checked out. Which is nine. Uh, it, it just blows my mind. So Detroit has a real shot of making the playoffs this year, very much still alive. Uh, to break it down in the easiest way, they basically have to have a better record than two of these three teams going into the last four weeks. So when it's all said and done, as long as they tally more wins than two of these three the teams, commanders. the Washington Commanders, the New York Giants, and the Seattle Seahawks, which, again, not to do the old pat on the back, but I said if I had to pick a team, it's probably the Giants that are just going to tail off. Uh, I would argue Seattle's probably about to do the same thing, it looks yeah. like. Washington might be the truest out of the three. The next four weeks for each team, uh, Detroit goes to the Jets. They go to Carolina. Carolina. They play the Bears at home, and they go to the Packers. Out of those four, what do you think their record's going to look like? Two and two. Ooh, I, I mean, obviously, we have to go. We have to go four and zero to make the playoffs. I think you don't have to. I think we do. Um, I think we're. It's crazy to say, but I think at worst we go three and one. What? what? I have here they go four and zero or three and one. Yeah. Uh, the Jets, I think, are in that weird tailspin again, where everybody thought they were catching. Some speed with Mike White, and now it's just like, what's going to fucking happen there because his whole body's broken? I think it's this week. I think if we hold up outside against that Jets D and win, I think we run the table. The, I think, honestly, out of all four games, which is like bizarre to say, the weirdest one's probably Carolina because they're still alive in the playoff hunt because the NFC South is just absolute dog shit. Correct. So they have something to play for, even though it seems like a shit team. Um, the Bears, I, I could, could be a tough game, but I would imagine if it's at home, like Detroit's probably just gonna fuck them up, respectfully. I mean, probably well, and, high, probably high scoring game. Right. Well, and sure. week yeah. eighteen, if it really is that point, like if we've ran off the next three, yeah. Week eighteen for the Packers could be a Jordan Love game. Yeah. Like it could just be like we're mathematically eliminated. Let's see what we got with this guy. Yeah. Well, so here and I don't know if that's good or bad because he's gonna right. come in and try to win the game. That's how backup quarterbacks <laughs> do. But this will probably help um, with talking about you guys going four and or three and one because the other three teams. I mean, it's couldn't have a better situation you know unfolding in front of you guys where Washington they go to the Giants again uh which they tied which was crazy that that yeah. actually helped you uh, being actually, a Lions fan no it didn't nobody won but nobody lost we need I needed somebody to have a loss there eh, that no it honestly because if the Giants had a loss oh they I guess yeah. either way uh but then they go to the 49ers yeah I imagine they're gonna get shit pumped uh-huh they play the Browns, which we'll get into that later, but I think that's wow. a win. Yeah. Uh, and then the Cowboys, W. <laughs> uh, so I, th- I have them going two and two in that four-game stretch. Who, the Commanders? Mm-hmm. I think they beat the Giants, they beat the Browns, and they lose to the Niners and the Cowboys. I think they go one and three. Lose- I think they lose to the Cowboys, Brown. Niners, and Browns. Browns. I think Deshaun Watson's figuring it out. We'll get there. There's a... I got some meat on the bones for that. So then the Giants, they play the Commanders, obviously. Yep. Uh, they go to Minnesota. They play the Colts. 
and they go to Philadelphia. I have them going one and three. That might be a no for four, dude. Yeah. Like I said, they beat the Colts probably, and that's it. Maybe. And that game will probably end up being pretty dog shit. Talk about the toilet bowl game. Where's that game at? Uh, Indy. That's a loss. Yeah. That's what I was like. One of the other seven and six team is Seattle. Yeah. Their final four. Yeah. They are home to 49ers. Loss. At KC. Loss. Home to the Jets. Who knows? Home to the Rams. I have them going two and two. As I said, man, it, it, there couldn't be a clearer path to just all you guys have to do is keep playing the football you're playing, and sure. I guarantee you go at least three and one. But, I mean, it, it's hard. Trust yeah. me. And I want to just full just on. Just for four. Just <laughs> right. off. So just lies. Well, you come to lie. And so here's the thing. So just drink the Kool-Aid. I, yeah. I want to do it. <laughs> they're six and seven. I honestly just need them to go three and one, which I think, again, is very doable. We'll discuss it publicly, bet it privately, obviously. I may have sprinkled some futures. Uh, I don't know, but if I had to guess the future on them to win the NFC uh, championship, plus 4,000. Nice. Love it. To make the playoffs is plus 300. Uh, And then their over-under win total, 8.5, is plus 150, I believe. So, value. Value. Rock City. Catching at the right time. So my future hot take for the Detroit Lions. They will be everybody's big media or every big media outlet's dark horse Super Bowl pick next year. I mean, I think some of it depends on the draft pick. I think they're gonna take which is couldn't be more ironic that we, you know, inadvertently took a bye week ourselves. I had that as like one of my talking points last week, and that's all everybody's talking about now ever since since they beat Minnesota and again 10 and 2 on paper but Minnesota's just this weird like a diamond in a rough t- like yeah. they're they're just sneaky bad. Yeah. Uh their defense is atrocious but yeah that's all anybody's talking about now is how they're just like dude Detroit it's the team and I'm like motherfucker like I had the same take it's trash. But yeah. say it better. <laughs> you wish. So the last thing for the Detroit Lions and to play into the draft picks and everything, do they actually have the perfect situation and organization to draft a quarterback if they end up getting a top five pick? They're in a situation to. Yeah. Because here's the thing. Other than that fucking Will Levis dude that's from Kentucky or where the fuck ever and has played all of like two minutes of football and everybody's just sucking his dick because he's 6'5 and probably has big hands. Like, it's, it's one of those things where if C.J. Stroud falls to you or Bryce Young, somebody, how do you not take him? And bring him into such a great environment where you don't have the pressure. You can sit behind golf. I would imagine the team and everything is built to be around the team they have now. There wouldn't be any weird animosity. It would be a, we'll play you when it makes sense. We'll play you when golf has consistently bad games in a row. They're not just going to be like, I don't know, golf, like one pick in the first half, 100 yards, like ah, CJ get in there. Like, I think this team is built to be a team, which is actually really cool to see. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I would think, too, that that pick has to be in the top three because the Bears will be in the top three. They're not going to take a quarterback. And unless somebody trades up for a haul, I don't think Stroud or um, Bryce, Young. Bryce, Bryce Young, Young fall past three. Right. And I don't want to use a fourth or fifth pick on the kid from Kentucky no. or a project. Yeah, and that's you why... trade I, up with the Bears? I just don't think I would want to trade down. <laughs> yeah. Like you don't want to, you're in what everybody's going to talk about is like a great situation. Don't ruin it. Like you don't need to do anything crazy. Like just 
run the course. Keep it going. Kiss it. Yeah, there's been um, 13 teams so far have given up more than 300 total points defensively. Yeah. The Lions have given up the most in the NFL. We are one of three teams that have given up three more than 300 points but still have a plus point differential. That's pretty wild. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the only downside. Like, the defense yeah. is playing better. Like, yeah. obviously, there's a bunch of young guys. Yeah. Like, we have two rookies on the defensive line. Yeah. They're leading rookies in sacks, but they're one and two. That's pretty wild. Didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, the best thing, I, I told you about it a little bit earlier. Uh, part of my take, uh, PFT, I think, said that their best losses or their best wins was the loss against the Eagles and the loss against the Bills. Those are their best wins. <laughs> right. Yeah, because they lost by three. And it's like, these are two of the teams that everybody basically wants to anoint into the Super Bowl yeah. along with Kansas City. And you almost beat them. Yeah. They're who we thought they were. Were they both at home? Yes. Uh, yeah. 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 They but were. Again, it's one of those, man. It's wild. Detroit buzzing. But if you want to start beating those teams, you got to go on the road and do it. Yeah. And that's it'll be interesting. Uh, but yeah, so the next topic. Beat the Jets. Yeah. Is, uh, As you said, uh, top five defense, it's going to make them <laughs> uncomfortable the most. I'm scared about Again, it is. Yeah. I mean, I would That's just... why I think if we beat the Jets... I mean, the Carolina's defense is sneaky good. Yeah. Um, but it's not the Jets. So I, I do think if we come out of that game with a win, just watch out. Ground watch and pound out. it, man. Go back to Jamal. Just do what you know. It's, it'll be easy. But, okay, so for this, I said Cleveland will always find a way to Cleveland. So to catch up from last week... Uh, Deshaun Watson did, in fact, step on the field, which I was very surprised by. Who's he? Uh-huh. Uh, Massage. The guy said that was for sure going to play. Yeah. I, it's weird. And I think, again, it's one of those. It just proves the point of like, as long as enough time passes with anything, people just forget and don't give a shit. Or it's just it's in the rear view. Like you'll, you, if you're good at something. Correct. But they'll try to like resurface stories and it just doesn't hit. If you're good at something, yeah. never yeah. do it for, for free. free. I uh, said here, so last week when he uh, first came back against Houston, they won just like they drew it up. Uh, the Browns won by a punt return for a touchdown, a fumble return for a touchdown, and an interception return for a touchdown. Classic. Deshaun Watson went 12 of 22, a uh, buck 31, and one pick. Pew! He followed that impressive performance up with, million, baby. with going for 26 of 42, 276 yards, one touchdown, one pick, and a loss to Cincinnati that's actually – Kind of interesting. First loss uh, to the Bengals in the Burrow era. They've actually swept them up into that yep. point. And so it's like, well, you knew you were due. Give me Jacoby back? Like, question mark? Like, we beat him earlier in the season. Like, Deshaun, I don't I don't know. Like, you, you kind of. Oh, there was a stat about how he was like a top 10 passer. Yeah. And their defense has just dramatically underperformed. Like, the Cleveland defense was like bottom 10. Yeah. And that's why their record wasn't good. They're like, yeah. Brissett actually played really well. Yeah. yeah. Above average, just game manager. Like, it, he was there. I don't, I just think it's weird. And I said, Cleveland somehow find a way to drive their prolific offense on paper into the ground. Like, Kareem Hunt, first game of the year, stud. Now, all of a sudden, you just don't hear about him. He doesn't catch anything, doesn't run anything. I'm like, what's happening? You have Amari Cooper, like, who's proven, like, him and Jacoby had chemistry. He could yeah. still be the guy. You have Nick Chubb, who's just a fucking wrecking ball. And you suck. Like, I, I don't get it. Like, your well, offense. Well, it's just fucking new quarterback jitters, dude. You know what I mean? He just, he didn't get any preseason games. He hasn't played this entire in season. Not 700 in days. He didn't play last yeah. year. But that was, okay, so that was, I'm glad you said that because it sparked what I was thinking about is, 
if they act like he's you know he's suspended, he can't do anything. It's like motherfucker, you can still pick up a football. Yeah, don't, but he's not allowed to practice with his teammate. He's not allowed to be on the premises. Oh, I get it. Don't massage the thing or anything, but throw it around. I'm rooting for the guy. Yeah, well, throw it around. It's like I, I don't get it. It's he like, still is, but it's, if you're not playing against live coverage and you're just throwing at stationary targets or high schoolers at the fucking park, I just imagine it's gonna be different. I imagine when you're at that level, like is pe- he allowed to throw? If at the I park? imagine people. <laughs> People Not will, out of school. <laughs> people will flock to you. You know what I mean? Like to to give you a practice, to give you that game like feel. Right, but his teammates aren't allowed to, and I, those are the people he's throwing to. So I could he probably bring a stranger that he's throwing to, put him on there. I bet he's great chemistry. <laughs> Love it. But he's catching everything. Timmy, but he's the not park. doing it exactly. Yeah, yeah no. Uh, my way too early hot take: this trade will be neck and neck with the Russ to Denver trade. I think when it comes down to so here's my here's my you know, reasoning my, you know, leverage towards it is the draft capital that you gave up. Everything that went into it with your money, that's probably going to just be absolute fuckery on the books when you could have just kept Baker. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Um, and you, you had all these picks because you were Cleveland. You yeah. still are Cleveland. And now you have a guy who for two weeks and I get at the rush sure, shake it off, whatever. We thought we were getting, Houston Deshaun, where it was like, you're a bona fide top five, if not top three guy. Yeah. Same thing that Denver thought they were getting with Russ. Like, we're getting this guy that's wheeling and dealing, 316 in the pocket, scrambling, launching a dart down the field. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's... With Russ, it's mental, because he actually got the play, and he's just trash. Yeah. Deshaun is just getting the rust off. It's, he's, he's too tight. He's wound up. Get he's him wound rub, up. Yeah, rub, get him loose. Rub him out. Hey, rub him down, dude. Yeah. Get him loose. I don't know, but that's my... Denver pr- has one. What? Games. Correct. Deshaun hasn't yet. I know. He's 0-2. No, he's 1-1, which, I mean, technically should be. He's 0-2 to me because the defense single-handedly beat the Houston Texans. They scored 21 points. They also gave up how many points? How many did they score? No, they they literally covered an 8.5-point spread without an offensive touchdown. Yeah. That's tough to do. Exactly. So, again, you have, have me on tape. I just think it's one of those, if Cleveland could do it all over again, you keep Baker. Like you said, you rest him so he gets fully healthy. And then you see what you have here with, again, the leagues shifting to this, like, pass for maybe 200, 250 yards. Like, you have two running backs that are just really fucking good. Like, what are we doing? It's like you're two steps behind the league. I mean, I... Or are they three steps ahead of the league? No. (laughs) Do you guys want to give guaranteed money to a potential R-word guy? Yeah. Retard? You can't say that. (laughs) Woo! (laughs) Um, I'm, again, everybody thought I was crazy, and this is but like crazy. when we did our yearly previews when we started off, I think I had Cleveland with six wins, and you guys thought I was fucking stupid. Say what again? I, I had Cleveland at like six wins. Oh yeah, they have five. Correct. And there, there's only four games left. It was a lot of self-inflicted wounds for the. Losses. I don't give a shit why they are. Oh, I know they are who they thought we were. Now they are them. Almost like, time. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. But still, I just, it's weird. I also said the Rams would go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, but I, d- I just think it's Cleveland. It's a roller coaster. <laughs> Cleveland will find a way to be Cleveland, and it couldn't be more poetic because I jumped from one Ohio team to the other because Cincinnati just royally pissed me off in watching Andy Dalton go 10-6 and six or 11-5 and five with Marvin Lewis and his 500-fucking-ass winning percentage to drafting Joe Shiesty and just becoming this franchise that's just ready to go. It's awesome. I love it. Dude, why don't you stop rooting for Cleveland? Maybe it'll be good. That's actually a good point. I'll just switch back. 
Switch to the Colts. Put a jinx on the <laughs> Bengals. Uh, okay. Next one is Baltimore on dumpster fire alert. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they are currently the three seed in the AFC. It's so bad. At nine and four because they own the tiebreaker over Cincy, who is also nine and four. It's not going to hold. They couldn't smell more like a first round getting bounced team. Oh, yeah. They reek of it. I, they are going to fumble their way into the playoffs, and it's just going to be gross. I mean, because at this point, though, since he's going to surpass them, they're going to win the division. I would assume so. Yeah. So they're going to be, I mean, if everything held. They'd be a five or six seed. Yeah. So they're, the matchup that they could have, I mean, again, I think it just depends on how serious the, the Lamar thing is. Right. Yeah. If he comes back. Correct. Right now, currently, your best player on offense is arguably your kicker. Well, that's, or no, tight end. I so said there's no argument. Yeah, you need somebody good. to throw to the tight end. And I don't think they have it because what's his fucking nuts that played? Do you want to guess how many yards he threw for in that awesome win against Pittsburgh? 71. Close, 88. Nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. Wasn't <laughs> <Yes>. good. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, the fact that some, like, I feel like that's something we could step in an NFL game and just blindly loft one up and Mark Andrews will get us 88 yards. Probably. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they they can most likely – they're going to probably be the five seed. Yeah. And so you're going to go up against – You're going to play the winner of KC the – KC or Buffalo? No, you're going to no. play the four seed, which will be the winner of the AFC South. So most likely the Jacksonville Jaguars. So, yes, first round exit. <laughs> Has to be out of here. See ya. Adios. Bye, Candias. Uh No, so – Suck at Tennessee. Put here, Lamar <laughs> getting injured. Couldn't be more on par with the mess of his contract year that it has been to this point. Uh, is it one of those horrible scenarios where the organization is actually excited? Terrible and soulless, but are they still taking a big sigh of relief from a business standpoint? 100%. Are Purely they, business. But are they, though? Because, I mean, it, it's not like they're not going to franchise him. If they're not going to offer him the money that he wants, they're going to tag him. Yeah. So now you have to pay him one year at just massive money, like top 3%. Yeah. yeah. And if he performs... Now you're screwed. Well, so the reason I asked... If he doesn't, I mean, are you just going to keep doing the Cousins thing where you're just like, hey, I'll just take one-year deals. Right. Pay me at the top three money, guys. $60 million a year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, pray I don't get hurt. But I said, or I asked that because I think it's kind of funny when you pull the curtain back and you lose your guy and it's like, man, thank God we don't got to pay him. And it's like, you understand now that he was a very, like... Big chunk big, of yeah. your pot. He was like, your offense. He was your team. He was your, yeah. Like, your team, your all, your defense has always kind of just been sneaky good or, like, dark horse, like, top five, whatever. But it's like, if that's not there, you sure as shit ain't scoring points. Like, yeah. but after field like goals only get you so far. But after four weeks, you weren't scoring points with him. Like, he was not playing well at all. I, For Lamar standards. Well, and that's where I'd have to argue against it because I literally pulled up the stats and he was on pace with his MVP season. No, he was on pace with the people this year. No, he was on pace with his MVP season. Because, again, his yardage, his passing yards weren't anything to write home about. They were high threes, high 3,000s. Uh, and his rushing is where he really yeah. shines. Right. Yeah. That, I mean, that's always been the thing. Correct. But I'm saying, like, Lamar's been Lamar. People just are expecting him to somehow be better. And it's like, it works when he does what he does. Sometimes it doesn't always go his way, just like any other NFL football team. Like, you have to have a little bit of luck. Yeah, but also be better. <laughs> Please, and thank you. Yeah. 
Uh, but that's Baltimore. I think they're they are very Baltimore close. Less. Exactly. One of these teams doesn't make the playoffs. I was going to save it for later, but I'll just do it right now. One of them might. Miami and Baltimore. One of them's not going to make the playoffs. They're going to just fucking shit the bed. Who's it going to be? It has to be Baltimore. I mean, they're nine and four. What is Miami? Nine and four too. No, they're. Yeah. Wait, damn near. I think the same records. No, they're ten and three. I thought. No, they're eight and five. Miami's eight and five. Baltimore. Oh, shit, I was way off. That's my bad. Eight and five and nine and four. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh. I. I mean, Miami. You just have to assume they're. They're the Miami better. Miami has a quarterback, so you got to give them a chance, right? Yeah. Their Their offense when it clicks is, arguably the best in the league. Yeah. This year, it's top tier. It's just wild that you're nine and four, and then there's a legitimate chance you might not make the playoffs. Yeah. But it's just one of those two. Even if you make it, it's like, is that just the classic? As an organization, you go. I don't know how we piece this season together. We overachieved. Hats off. Like, we'll, we'll lay it out on the field. But, I mean, if they lost, I don't think they're going to be surprised by it. I mean, their game's coming home. They go to at Cleveland. Is this Baltimore? Yeah. They're home to the Falcons. Ritter. <laughs> Desmond. Uh, rivalry game. Home to the Steelers. And they close at the Bengals. I think they lose. They go one and three. I mean, I think ten and ten wins will probably get you in. You would think. It should. Move to the NFC South. What's Miami's record? Eight and five. Eight and five. I mean, remaining sketch. My bad. Remaining sketch. So they are at Buffalo this week. Home to Green Bay. At New England. Home to the Jets. Loss, law. No. I mean, they're not. They're four games that aren't like you're not. Looking at him like we should win that game. Yeah. I mean, record wise, you're looking at Green Bay, but I still think people are like, it's still Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. He's gonna nope. give you a game. Nope. This guy's not. Yep. You heard it here first. When it's at Green Bay? Yeah. Oh, they're terrible on the road, dude. Yeah. They're fucking know. dog shit on the road. Here's the thing, Doggy poo. Doggy poo. I just think again, like I said, put a stamp on it already too. Like Detroit, I think, goes to Lambeau on the final week of the season and they beat him. Well, that's Detroit. Yeah. Two different animals. Miami's not sure. Yeah. Suckers. But. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I just. I hope it just fucking. It's either like win or not get in the playoffs. Don't and Aaron Rodgers is like, I'm playing. Fuck this. Fuck these guys. Yeah. You um, should. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. I own the North. I'm the king of the North. Do you have some RAF questions? I have a few. Yeah. RAF me, baby. Uh, so, I mean, this is one just because it's fresh off this. And I don't know if it's because of the media thing. But again, it really did feel like last night's game, you were, you had a side. Whether you were a better, whether you were just a fan, but it was like, I'm Team Herbert, I'm Team, team Tua. Tua. Yeah. yeah. And you don't want to say that one game kind of speaks volumes of it, but one guy balled out. Right. One guy absolutely balled out. And yeah. with all his weapons, which is what we were saying, Let's see how he is when his weapons are bad. Correct. Yeah. And it's funny because, again, you, you look at social media and you see these people. And, I, again, I'm not a big commenter. I just kind of watch it. Yeah. And these people with tour were like, none of his guys were open last night. Oh, so the most accurate passer in the NFL has to have guys wide open? Interesting. Interesting. Hmm. This narrative doesn't play well. Weird. Yeah. And they were talking about, well, once Tyreek had to sit out a series or do this and that, so he doesn't have his best weapon and he's not great. Yeah. Mike Williams and Keenan Allen played 25 snaps together before last night's game. Yeah. And here's the crazy With thing. one of the worst offensively. He's two weeks ago against the Raiders. He was missing his left tackle, guard, and center starters. That could hinder a bit. Yes. The offense. Yeah. 
And I think it's one of those two where you can pair weapons. You where you get speed on both sides with Miami, you're giving up what feels like three feet in height. Like Mike yeah. Williams and Keenan Allen are dudes that like when they're in the end zone, they're jumping, they're mossing people. Where Tyreek and Jalen are just purely banking on like you always say the slant and go. Yep. Like there's no. Yeah. I mean they've. I want to say Tyreek's made some mossy catches, but it's not like his bread and butter his wheelhouse like that's not what you'd throw to Tyreek for yeah he's not a jump up and go get it guy like no. you don't want him to be and Th- there was a throw on like third and six and it was just a little out route to Keenan Allen and oh he, yeah and he throws it Whiz into that a spot and even Allen looks back at him and just points at him like you're dude the yeah what are what did you just do that one was juicy because <laughs> yeah. there's just no room there you put a lot of Spanish on that one brother yeah. holy hell but do the announcers went fucking Ape shit for oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Collinsworth loved, loved it. it dude. Guys, loved, yeah. what a throw. Now, here's a guy who just ropes it, and just yeah. he knows how to get it to his teammates. But, I mean, I've I've massive Herbert stock I have for a long time, so for yeah. me it wasn't a thing. And I'm not, like, anti-Tua, but it's like the, the guy got put in a really good situation w- with this wide receivers, and he's making the best of it, so good for that. Yeah. yeah. But there's, there's clear limitations there. Yeah. This guy hasn't had all of his pieces all year, and he's willed this team yeah. to still have a chance yes and heaven forbid they get healthy they are a playoff watch team. out watch Aren't out they? uh if new england wins technically tonight they have the tiebreaker okay but yeah they're you're saying they're in but right now as it stands the chargers are in a playoff team <laughs> yes as of right now yeah cole mccoy has something else to say hello um no. so what i was gonna say that is crazy and just so interesting to me because again we live in a world where it's just we live in the now and that is absolutely it. And I mean, to a degree, that's kind of what we preached is like, you can only base it off what you've seen. And maybe it's more so like of encompassing a season versus a a career. Um, I just, I loved listening or I shouldn't say loved, but I really enjoyed like Emmanuel Acho usually had good segments. He's becoming one of those people. That's just media. I cannot stand now. Yeah. This is a skip Bayless dude. Yeah. And it's just, you're trying to find these narratives and you just punch them into the ground with like polarizing aspects to it. And he's just like, name me an all time great quarterback. Name me a hall of fame quarterback with a losing record. You can't, they don't exist. So until Justin Herbert's a winning quarterback, I don't want to hear about it. And it's like, you, you watch the game, right? Like he's got it. He's a guy. And I just, I don't understand Stafford. Yeah. Like it's just hall of fame quarterback. Losing record. Losing record. And again, it's just it's one of those funny things where I'm like, I get what you're trying to do here and what you're trying to create, but it couldn't have been more ironic because I believe it was pre that game last night. And I'm oh like, yeah, like that. Oh yeah. And he was there. Yeah. And like he got he got ripped over the coals a little bit. Yeah, it's like shut as the, you should. Shut the fuck up. That's what happens. I mean, you put yeah. a lot of stock in something because if if Tua would have balled out, yeah. I mean, just rooftops. You're yeah. screaming from it. Busting. A He's nut. gonna be un. Yes, listen. He's on a new hot take now, and it's uh, Nick Bosa versus Michael Parsons. Yes. Is it really? Oh, yeah, because yeah. somebody tweeted out, like, there were stats that showed that Bosa was actually better in, like, five categories. Really? And he was just like, you have to do the math. Like, you're, you have to look at the tape. Like, he's a game yeah. changer. So you look at these, the tape <laughs> when it... These plays aren't all the same. Like, yeah. Nick Bosa rushes the passer. He doesn't, so he should have more sacks. And it, there was just a lot of stuff where, I mean, if you look at both sides of the argument, they kind of made sense. But it's yeah. like, either way, you just argue that Bosa's the man right now. You're, yeah. just, you're getting a game-changing defensive player, which is rare, if not unheard of. Yeah. I'll take either, respectfully. Yeah. Yeah. 
but it was it was meant. But needless to say, I I would still be taking Herbert over to it. And I mean, I think yeah, we went back and forth on it. Like I can't remember really if we even touched on Tua a lot this year at all or not. But I just I've never been a believer of a left-handed quarterback, and it's just I I don't see this like eliteness that people are talking about. I see elite weapons around you, but I don't see elite quarterback play. Well, I mean, I well, think they did makes- the thing where like you flip the tape, yeah, and so it looks like he's a righty, and everybody's like, I don't know, his movement now all of a sudden is flawless and his throwing and his motion, and everything oh, really? and it looks good. Yeah, and you're just like. It's just because he's left-handed that everything he does, you're just Looks like, goofy. I don't know. I don't well, like it. Well, I southpaw? don't like it. Southpaw action? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think it just speaks volumes to Tyreek Hill. Like, it, he's yeah. super Covering valuable. up that fucking fumble. Picking up a fumble yes. and taking it to the house, dude. Yeah. What is it? Somebody That's was... freaking rugby. Somebody That's all tw- that was. No, was just, somebody tweeted uh, that he, like, broke all the Dolphins receiving records, like, the first year he's there. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, you have a generational wide receiver on your team. Really fast. Yeah. Do you hear why one of the main reasons why he chose to go to Miami? Uh-uh. He goes, they were asking a bunch of questions. I guess Tyreek's an undercover nerd too, like Call of Duty, all that shit. He goes, I have to go somewhere else. He goes, that was step one. He goes, they're not going to put three 99 ratings on Madden on one team. Mahomes is 99. Kelsey's 99. I had to go get mine. I had to get my 99. I had to go somewhere. I was like, fucking great, dude. So that's why he went to Miami. Well, like another team. The worst. <laughs> He's like, I got to be a 99. He was a 98, I guess, for like ever. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> his speed, was the speed 100, though? No. There's always been like Devin Hester three people yeah, yeah. have like 100 speed. Yeah. Oh, well, if he does it, I mean, come on. Right. I know that's it's weird, but next. Uh, so mine in the NFC, should you tank for Tampa? Meaning the Dallas Cowboys, the Minnesota Vikings, and the San Francisco 49ers are all arguably fighting for the two spot. Yeah. I don't think any of them are going to chase and hawk down Philadelphia. Correct. Should they actually tank and try to be the fifth seed so they could play Tampa in the first round? Because they are really bad at football. They, I just think it's... it's I thought they turned it around there for a little bit. <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to lie. I thought they had turned it around. I thought the divorce was final. Yeah. That's past Tom Brady. He started doing the clutch thing again, started winning some games, making drives. The defense stepped up a little bit, and they're like, yes. we'll do enough if you can go with the last two minutes. Tom yeah. Brady's like, I got you. And yeah. then it was just like, absolutely fucking not. Yeah. And then you ran into the 49ers it's fucking, defense. It's that fucking SpongeBob meme where it's like, how many times we got to do this, old man? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, okay, so the thing – that I think plays into it is is twofold, but it both revolves around like Vegas and just the conspiracies. One, Brady doesn't win that Saints game unless Mark Ingram randomly runs out of bounds without getting a first down. When yeah. that's just situational awareness, I don't care what anybody says. You're staring at a post that's bright orange that you know you <laughs> need to get to, and if somebody didn't clarify to you prior to this play, this fucking ends it, you should be fired as a coach. He didn't yeah. see the line. On the field. I don't care. Oh, yeah, the yellow one that I just <laughs> assumed was there when I was a kid. <laughs> he didn't see the first outline. But then again, it's it goes back to when Casey lost to Indy and when Philly almost did. Somebody didn't give Tom Brady the script. Somebody didn't let him know the agenda is like, dude, you're done. We're tanking Tampa. Like, get out of here. The, the universe is trying to gift him home field and just to keep this play going of like Tom Brady's still the GOAT, which he is. But I think his time's passed. Yeah. Like. It was a great run. Like you literally went one and 
not one, even one and done. Almost two back-to-back Super Bowls, winning one. Like, just call it. Go be with your family. Nah, fuck nah. that. Fuck that. I open mouth, kiss my kids. I don't want to go there. <laughs> but I mean, and the, the thing of it is, they're already talking about like where he's going to go next year. Oh, I know. Yeah. It's weird. Miami. And go home. <laughs> I don't hate it. You can't. You got no home now. <laughs> yeah. He's got a smoking hot chick now, though. I Another see, model, they, they dude. That's that Romanian Instagrammer. Classic. Yeah. But no. Um, She's shooting her shot. I do think it Damn will. It's going to play perfectly again. So even though he didn't get the correct script, there's still one being written, I think, in the background where they make it into the playoffs, and that's all that really matters. And Tom, then you bounce the Vikings. Adios, dude. Yeah, Brady Brady will put asses in the seats. He will sell the tickets. He'll sell the – like, the revenue there is just going to be insane. There's no way they, they don't want that to happen. So, hypothetically speaking – Carolina wins the division. No. <laughs> So in this scenario, again, Vikings ten and three, Cowboys ten and three, 49ers nine and four. Yep. Probably argue they're playing the best football yeah. of the three teams. If I'm the if you're the forty or whoever the two seed is. Yeah. Do you want to see the seven seed Lions? Or would you rather have hoped that you finished fifth and got Tampa at four? I would want Tampa over Detroit, that's for sure. Yeah. And I know you, it's hard because a lot of factors have to play I into would, it. But the thing is, like, I don't think anybody's going to catch the Vikings. I think they're just going to be the two seed. You get bounced by the Lions. But if I'm the Cowboys, I'm like, yeah, let me get my revenge game on Tom Brady. Yeah. In the playoffs, he they played the first season, the first game of the season, past two seasons. It was terrible. Get beat. And I was just like, okay. Yeah. Let me, let me see you in the playoffs. Michael Parsons. Well, do that. The, do that the, thing. Do that thing. But here's the great <laughs> thing with Dallas that we've talked about where they're the team that somehow makes everybody, they turn them into believers just so they can lose. But that's the thing. If you play Tom Brady in the first round of the playoffs and it's like, hey, you want to be the Cowboys? You want to shut everybody up? Beat Tom Brady. Yes. And then we'll talk about it. Well, so 100% I agree with that. And that's what I was going to say is like their narrative now isn't just to get bounced in the first round. It's to win one and then lose. Right. Like they're, they're never going to do the thing, which is go all the way to the Super Bowl. Like I'm not even win or lose, like getting there. It should be kind of half of the achievement in a sense. Yeah. Um, or a big portion of it. I think they're just, they're finally over that minute hurdle where it's like, now we're just going to go to the second round every yeah. time and lose. Like, it's just, it cracks me up. It's crazy that they're talking like, uh, I forget who it was talking about. It might've been Nick Wright, honestly, where he's like the 49ers and the Cowboys are playing for the NFC championship. They're not playing to win the Super Bowl. They're just trying to get to the NFC Championship. Yep. That's their goal of this season, or it's a bust. Yeah. Yeah, he does that. Like, yeah. yeah. So I think it's crazy that I, I think the AFC is a little bit different because, yes, if the Lions make the playoffs, they're going to be the seventh seed, which would be fun because they'd be a scary football team to play. But in the AFC, it's kind of the same thing because you got Buffalo, you got Kansas City that are probably going to fight, and obviously maybe even Cincinnati. Yeah. Yeah. Could vie for that one seed. Gets the bye. The two seed might have to play a healthy Chargers team. Yeah. That doesn't sound fun. Sneaky good. Yeah. That would suck. Uh, it would I have s- the second best record in the conference, and what's my consolation prize? A healthy Justin Herbert. But here's where you got to look at it and really dive into the uh, the knit and grit of football and why it's fun. The Chargers are going to have to go to that team. 100%. And that's going to be a cold weather team. I think that bodes not so well for the Chargers that are just now freshly all back and just live on the West Coast. I just think it's one of those, like, 
you almost want to call them like the pretty boys. And I just don't <laughs> think. Sunshine. And I just don't think they would handle a Buffalo very well in Buffalo or even a Cincinnati. No, but I don't think they'd be thrilled if that if a healthy Chargers four weeks from now is coming into town. Sure. With yeah. our playoff lives on the line. Correct. Yeah. Especially with healthy weapons. Healthy. Healthy. Being the key word. Uh, so my last one here. Yes. Which again, how this podcast started. So right now, if you are a fan of this franchise, who are you more excited for? The Detroit Lions or the Jacksonville Jaguars? <laughs> how this pod started? What do you mean? Oh, I'm talking about Detroit. De- yeah. Yeah. Because uh, Detroit's having a great year, yes. We still don't have a long-term quarterback. The defense is still shaky. You want to know the crazy thing? Jacksonville's got a dude, and he is starting to show it. Here's yeah. the thing, and that's what I was going to say is like probably my hot take, and maybe it'll be just as bad as the A.J. Brown one looking back on it. You, you played well back-to-back weeks. Awesome. You've played heavily and consistently throughout the year. I don't really care. Like, your team's just kind of weird. Like, can you really name anybody on Jacksonville? Other, I get, like, it's Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, Travis Etienne, Trevor Lawrence. But then it's Marvin like... Marvin Jones. Marvin jo- But it's like... Marvin uh, Jones Jr. Evan Ingram. Ingram. But again... It's pretty good. No, no, no. Again, I, I will agree. You, there's names on there. Right. But they're all B, like, low B-tier people. Nobody's an A-lister. Nobody's getting into the VIP room. Nobody's getting to the after party. But Evan I think Ingram it, was. Oh, he was for a season in New York. And I, and I get it, but then again, now shift to the defense. Like we talked about with Carolina in the beginning of the year. Name me one player on their defense right now. Thibodeau? No, Trayvon Walker. First pick yeah. of the draft. Trayvon Walker. Anybody else after the first pick of the draft that's oh, the no. most recent person? Oh, no, I get draft. that. And that's why I feel like they give me almost Baltimore vibes where it's like, again, but you have Trevor who's ascending where Lamar is, maybe he's done ascending. I don't know, plateaued. That team, when you lose one key ingredient – is kind of fucky. You mean the quarterback? Yeah, it's a pretty big ingredient, dude. I'm fucking not one ingredient. No, the I, ingredient. Well, so I, I think there's an exception to every rule or an example. The 49ers. Have they really had a consistent quarterback this year? Jimmy Garoppolo? I mean, they had Garoppolo. Have has I he mean led him to a Super Bowl. Correct, but does anybody ever go like this guy? He's the guy. Like I think they're waiting to get him out, but somehow he keeps coming back and he just keeps winning. Well, I think that's Shanahan's thing. He doesn't yeah. want to spend money on a quarterback. He's like, I can win my system. I can take anybody. Anybody. So, again, proving my point that maybe that ingredient isn't as important if you build a team. Well, I think if you took Pat Mahomes off of Kansas City, they're not the two seed. Oh, I agree. But you removed Alex Smith for Patrick Mahomes. You went from... And they won a Super Bowl. Well, yeah, but you went from great to greater. Alex Smith is not great. They were Alex going 11-5 or 12-4 and four for a couple seasons there. He was doing everything they needed him to do. You mean in San Francisco? No. Well, that's so, too. So Andy Dalton? <laughs> Hell yeah. Red rifle, baby. Comes full circle. Not great. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. The quarterback's important, man. Yeah. It is. <laughs> but I'm saying Jacksonville, I think, is a smoke and mirror team. I don't think they have. I mean, I'm not as saying many like they're going to the Super Bowl right think. now. I'm saying I think, they, I think they have pieces in place yeah. with a quarterback that if... For two weeks, it's just balled out, and now you're ready to just suck his dick. He was ready to suck his dick at the beginning of the season. Oh, I know. You've been a dick sucker for a while. I said next year he's going to win the MVP. Well, you said it this year, too. No. <laughs> you I said say it, it every year. It's going to be true at some point. I said in two years he'll win the MVP. If he does, it's going yeah. to be true. Yeah, I said yeah. two years he'll win the MVP. Yeah. That's not obviously this year. <laughs> Got one more. Then next year, uh, two years, he'll, he, that's next year. I'm, I'm just saying there's, 
you could make the argument that there's better pieces in Jacksonville than there are in Detroit. That's a horrible take. I, I don't think so. No, that's terrible. I'm a Detroit fan, but I think there's pieces and reasons to be just as excited. Because you have all this fucking lust for Lawrence. You're in the honeymoon stage and you can't get over it. It's like we have one more win than they do. Yeah. Better. And this... <laughs> Who's playing better football? Better. Nailed it. And again, we just smoked them two weeks ago. Again, literally straight up better. But I'm just saying there's reasons if you're a Jacksonville fan to be Trevor's like... I'm just saying Trevor's kind of the guy, and he just looks like the dude, guy. Dude, Zay Jones is really good. He is balled out for three weeks. Awesome. Show me 16 or 17. You know what I mean? Like, put something together here, bud. What are we doing? The Lions haven't done that yet. Uh, Jamal Williams, whole season put together. Amon Ross St. Brown, all season put together. Like, what are we doing? What, what, what are we doing? Yeah, what, what does he put together? <laughs> A yeah. season of football. Jamal Williams, goal line touchdowns. Amron St. Brown injured. You're going to make me do it. <laughs> I'm going to make you do it. Yep. Uh, here, so for those of you pulling up some uh, player stats here, because there's actually some great like websites out here that just break it all down. So if you had to guess where Jamal Williams ranks with his goal line rushing yards, where do you want to put his over under at? Goal line rushing yards. No, like because you think he's a goal line guy. Where do you want to say like his rushing yards right now? What what's his over under to you? What's it looking like if you had to guess? Under 600. Oh, uh, he has 806. Okay. So, and then for the receiving aspect of it, for good old Amon-Ra St. Brown, do you want to guess where he ranks in catches right now? How many receiving yards does he have? 898. Christian Kirk has 874. He's beating him. Okay. Better. How many touchdowns does Christian Kirk have? I have no idea. <laughs> Perfect. So <laughs> here's the thing, my man. They have better pieces. It's literally all tying back to what I said previously about Detroit. For whatever reason, they're just a great team. They have all these guys that are bought in, but nobody wants to anoint them. Nobody being like media people, the the outlets that praise all these guys. Nobody wants to say this how many guy. How many touchdowns does St. Brown have? St. Brown. Or Amon Ra. He has six. Christian Kirk has seven. So he's winning by a hair. Uh, Better. In one category. So it's one of those things where. Better. How many catches Important. does he have? 67. 82. Oh, oh, so he has less catches and more touchdowns? He's better. More how many targets does Amon Ra have? Targets, uh, he has 109. 106. So, again, better. That's not best to see your quarterback throws to you more. Jared likes him more. More, more chemistry. What I'm saying is they're, they're, just, they're a great team, and nobody over there is like this star-studded you know. Sounds person. like they're the same team. That's what I'm saying. Like They're similar. That's my point. No. You have guys. There's nobody on the Lions offense as wide receivers that are an A plus or an A. I don't think you get what I'm saying. I, I, think, I don't think you get what he's saying. I think you have a team that is starting to gel together and say, hey, we don't have anybody that overshadows anybody. We're just going to be dudes and we're going to ball out. Right. But the difference is, is that the Jaguars have a quarterback, which there's no doubt about it, is the most important position in professional sports that has a chance to be elite. The Lions do not have that right now. Do you think Trevor Lawrence has more or less passing yards than Jared Goff? Less. Better. I'm so fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> Jared Goff's better, man. They're a better team. 
Better ingredients, better pizza. They're having a better season, yes. And I hope the Lions blow them out for in this argument two or three years from now. It sounds but like I think it's a valid argument to say, I just, as a Jaguars fan, two years from now, we may have a better team. I yeah. just think you're an undercover Jacksonville fan. It's weird. You need to go home and look yourself in the mirror. <laughs> you bleed teal, bud. I'm unbiased, man. <laughs> for the segments. Doesn't sound like it. sounds like you're fucking just bobbing on Trevor. I think he's saying they're similar teams. Yes, that's my point. With having a lust factor towards Jacksonville. In the best position in football. For the future that Trevor Lawrence is going to be better than Jared Goff. Correct. Your argument is the Lions are right better. Now. The team as a whole is better. Yeah. He's saying Trevor Lawrence is better for the team. I don't want him. <laughs> of course you don't. Yeah, because you're a team guy. You want the team. Unity. I.e. 49ers example. Plug anybody Cleveland. in there. I want a team. I want Jacoby. I don't want Deshaun. Fuck your money. Get out of here. <laughs> Go I mean, massage they, yourself. They won four games with Jacoby. So I'm saying, dude, they're so they're they couldn't be more back if they would just go back Anyways, to dude. Jacoby. Yeah. Uh top three, bottom three. <laughs> we'll make it we'll make it quick. Was that your last of the rack? Yeah, was, uh, yes, okay. yes. Uh so my top three, uh pretty easy, pretty simple. I feel like it's Philly, Casey, Buffalo. Like I don't know if there's really any oh, Cincy and San Francisco are probably fringe for me, but I do have Detroit as a fringe one because of the football they're playing. Uh mine is still Philly. Mm-hmm. I have them up at one, finally. Twelve and one. Deserved. Um, and it's just because, I don't know, KC, you let Denver do that to you. It scared me a little bit. It was weird. And again, the jinx, because I literally texted you and I said, they're going to pull their starters by halftime. This is insane because I wanted Travis Kelsey anytime touchdown score and two. And I was like, they're not even going to have good guys on the field for the second half. And then next thing you know, Denver runs off 21 unanswered or whatever they did. Stupid. Jerry Judy, back. I told you. Russell Wilson is going to be better with Jerry Judy. He... Yeah, he uh, he is right. He, no, he, he was just a dog for that game. I mean, three tutties. That was nuts. Hat trick. I saw a stat. It, it said highlight Jerry Judy's first three touchdown game. Is he supposed to have a bunch of them? <laughs> right. Yeah. I, is that a thing? That's like yeah. Oh, everybody's just doing it. Yeah. Travis he, Kelsey had four. He's the 940th wide receiver to do it. Shut up. Yeah. Uh but yes, no. My my, I have that. I have Philly, uh, Philly Buffalo KC. Yeah. Philly Buffalo KC. Yeah. I have Philly KC Buffalo. Yeah. Uh. For the bottom three. The bottom three, though. This is where it gets controversial. I do feel like even this is starting to shake out a little bit. Like, we, this is roller coaster rides for eight weeks. Yeah. But I feel like now it's kind of okay. It's, we're starting to get the. I think the roller coaster might be back because I actually only have two teams in it. Well, oh. That, that doesn't even make sense, dude. <laughs> yeah. Quite I, the ride. Houston at 32 and Denver at 31. Uh, I just I don't think there's another team that I'm ready to say is just so bad that they're the 30th spot. I know there's 32 teams. But I just don't I don't feel a certain way. Like, no team when I look at him is like, yeah, you're shit. You're 30th. Yeah. You're going to see Denver put up 28 and say they're 31 and then look at everybody else in the league. Yeah. And then be like. Because, again, nah. Russ is concussed. And it couldn't be more ironic, poetic, sad, funny that he ends the season potentially with 11 touchdowns to 12 toilets. He was right oh, there. Oh, he's coming back, man. He was yeah. right he's, there. He's playing next week. I don't know, man. Concussion protocol. It, what concussion d- protocol? But if you're Denver, do you not take that as a sign to be like, Russ, dude, we're already in the bag for you. Go figure it out. I mean, you could get healthy. You're coming back. We can't get rid of you. That's too expensive. Yeah, like, yeah. fuck, I mean, man. Houston is no way. 32 for me. Yeah. Um, 
The Rams are 31, and Denver's 30. After that Baker drive? Are Shut you the mean? fuck I up. mean, I want to root for them. It sucks that they got that win because it just hurts the Lions, hurts pick. The Lions draft pick. Yeah. yeah. They scored 17 points. It's insane. And it's elite. And that last drive was heavily aided by the old officials. Yeah. And again, it's a win nonetheless, but that Rams offense is bad. Yeah. But one more point and they would have beat Denver or tied them. 18 was their average for a while. But at one point, 17, because if they scored 18, they would win. No, like, oh, yeah. 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 (laughs) And before he got hurt, for whatever reason, tied it, nailed it. Denver was cooking. Yeah. Yeah. The Rams were not. And that. Raider defense is not good. I need you to cook for longer than half a game. You know what I mean? Three quarters of a game. Like you've Well, I need Baker oh, to cook longer than a drive. Oh, but I'm yeah. not saying like the, You haven't been in the kitchen the entire year and the then all of a sudden you fire up the, the grill. Games, it's not like we're saying you're the tenth best team in the league. Yeah. You're fighting for the second worst spot. And you earned it. You've earned it all year. The Rams did, yes. They are bad. Yeah. So is Denver. But they, they at So least, put the Rams at thirtieth. The Denver Man. at some point, though, did have an elite side of the football. The Rams do not. And yet still, they were in the bottom three for the majority of the year. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Hate to see it. Yeah. Okay. Damn, Siri always for this, up. That's weird. I have completely different a little bit. What are you doing over there? I don't know. It literally just keeps happening Ooh. every five seconds. It's so weird. <laughs> okay, sorry. Okay. No, it's Siri. Texans. Yep. Obviously. Uh-huh. Rams. Falcons. I know. I the Falcons got sneaky bad. They fell off, man. And then now it's Desmond Ritter time. So they're gonna make. The if you're gotta be, if you're bad enough that you're just like, all right, man, Mariota, give him all we you tried got. it. Yeah. Now we're, we're already playing for next year. We're yeah. putting Ritter in. We're giving him the experience. We're gonna see what happens. Here's next the thing: any quarterback that comes out of the state of Ohio, goaded. I mean, Cincinnati <laughs> Bearcat. What do you want? I'm mean, the guy. What more you want from him? He's all time. He's what? He's every bit of like six six or something like. The dude's going to be a unit. I'm excited. It's just good to be back. It's Ohio. good to be back. Ohio, Ohio, fo- Ohio football back. Ohio's for lovers. Yeah. We're back. <laughs> yeah. Ohio's for Desmond. Ohio's for lovers. It's for every- It's it's great. I love it. There it is. There it is. No, then we got to pick. I was, I'm saying there it is. Top three, bottom three. Yeah, top three. Oh, T3, top three, bottom T3, three. T3, B3. Let's make some money. Yes. Uh, now let's make some money. So we to took p- a bye week off, which was a good fucking week. Because we all a lot went of trap three. out there. <laughs> we all went 0-3 on our hypothetical picks. A lot of traps out there. We had hypothetical picks. We made them at Bruner's Pub. I took Seattle. <laughs> he took Tampa. What'd you take? Detroit. Nice. You won. Hypothetically. <laughs> Hypothetically. Yeah. One and two, baby. Uh, but no, first the the betting breakdown I wanted to describe again. So I think this might be the best like catchphrase. I don't know if I want to make it a T-shirt or something. Discuss betting publicly, and bet it privately. Like I can't speak that enough. I will sit, like Dutt and I will text each other all day. There are times where if we put in the same bet or we're thinking the same thing, we usually kind of agree like that's what we're going to do. But for the most part, it's Who like... Who do you love? What? Who do you love? <laughs> but it's like you never want to go all the way where you, you give away the farm of like, this is what I'm taking today. Yeah. So... Do you do it selfishly because you want to win? You don't want anybody else to win, or because you don't want to jinx it? And you can be honest. I don't want nobody mushing my bets. No, I be I hundred percent select on like who like I tell like these are my bets. Yeah, and I'm just like if it's like public bets, like oh I'm taking Derrick Henry, Zeke, and Tony Pollard. Right. You're like yeah. So is Shocker. everybody in fucking yeah. America? Yeah. The no but if I'm bets. like I'm taking Kevin Harris and AJ Green, 
Yeah. I'm not telling anybody. That's a crazy sneaky one that almost hit. And yeah. so to like play off of that, Didn't. it's just, it's one of those where when you get in these text threads of people and they're like, who do you like? What are you doing? And then they start telling you every time a leg hits in a parlay, I'm like, I am a firm believer. I am 99%. I don't tell people what I actually did for the jinx. 1% of it is so I can send said screenshot afterwards and say, my six leg parlay hit. I just want a thousand bucks. Yeah. It's the greatest feeling ever when you can screenshot that and be like, the green dots are all lit and everything's fire. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. I just, back when I wagered a little bit here and there, I, a few shekels. A few shekels. Mm-hmm. I've just told people when I lost. Like, I had no problem telling people the bad beats and the awful ones I took or oh, how yeah. much I lost here, but I never yeah. wanted to tell people what I won. Yeah. Ever. It's just like if I send the screenshot, it it's always happened. crossing out what I bet, what I won. Yeah. yeah. Like, just know I did that. Yeah. And it's oh, whether I bet a dollar or a thousand dollars on it, you don't need to know that. Just know I won. And it's just weird to me that betting has evolved for me personally, at least. And I feel like the world is on the same trajectory or path where straight up betting is it's almost like lost its its taste to me. Like I have to do a parlay or I feel like I'm doing myself a disservice. When before I was like it was hundreds of dollars on a game, multiple games sometimes at that on a weekend. Now it's taking that same hundreds of dollars and putting it on parlays that are just umpteen amount of ways far less likely to happen you're going the reverse gambling way to go bud. yeah it's insane you're going down a loser's road and there ain't coming back but when i hit you're that supposed one, to come from parlays smarten up and now you're betting hundreds of dollars on one game everybody right. knows the smart play is to always double down and try and win your losses back on the very next bet and it's usually in the moment as long as it's not a parlay impulsive as long as it's not a parlay yeah like if you and again everybody should gamble responsibly because you can go down a hole that you don't want to do it oh yeah but yeah like if you have disposable income that you just kind of want to piss away then yes do some parlays stuff you know never gonna happen if it does lightning in a bottle great for you yeah but yeah if you're trying to make money yeah not a winning strategy usually yes because everybody always posts like you said that six banger for eighteen hundred dollars but it's like it took five k to get there. Yeah, you didn't. You, you didn't screenshot the four four hundred and fifty that consecutively that you uh, lost. Went on a little bit of a cold streak there, did we? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's rough. It's rough in these streets. Well, that being said, let's give people the the three games that they should pick. So here's for me, and it couldn't be more on par with who I am and how I talk about stuff on these shows and these pods. It's Cleveland at home minus three. I love. <laughs> Let's uh, let's go ahead and put my money book him, Dano. <laughs> where my mouth is. Let's uh, let's say Deshaun. Oh my god! He, he shook the rust off. He got massaged out. He's he's not he's no longer tight. He's back. We're assuming Lamar's still out. The fact that that line is at three uh, makes me believe it's a pick 'em. But because it's at home with Cleveland, they get minus three. Wasn't that yeah. the whole rule? Like if it's at home, basically home field advantage. The home the home points. team was supposed to be getting three points. I don't think it's quite that way anymore. Yeah. But that was always the understanding. And I think it it is a fringe. Like if that line was four or five, that's where I think as a D-gen, it becomes trap game talk. Yep. But I think three is a perfect number. It probably will be 27 to 24 or maybe 21 to 17. But either it's like it's a push or it's going to be a a nail-bite cover. And I love it. I think they blow them out. Oh, shit. All right. Baltimore does? Yeah. <laughs> is that dirty talk? What? 
Blow I think they're gonna blow them out. Did I? I sent you that right? CBS Sports. Oh yeah. Uh -uh. They put that comment on the fucking one of the games. They're gonna blow their back out. Yeah. <laughs> Literally just goes. I mean, the last time the Browns and Bengals faced off, Cleveland blew their back out. And I was like, what? Eesh. I'm like, yep. can you write that? Like, I'll say that. That's ad lib, baby. But I was like, that's Soft sexual in reference. Like, yeah. Yay. Cleveland minus three. Book it. Cleveland minus three. Book it. Yeah. I'm one game below 500 for the year. You are. I got to 500. My hypothetical game doesn't count. Hypothetically, you're there, though. Hypothetically. Correct, because I lost it the following week. Yeah. Should have won. I've got two slots that I'm thinking about. They were talked heavily on this podcast. Yes. One's a favorite. One's a dog. One's a home dog. Ooh, so that's Jacksonville. That is Jacksonville. Yeah. And I'm going to take them. Who are they playing? Dallas. Jacksonville <laughs> plus five. Give me those points. They went to Kansas City when I told you that 13 was too many. And damn it if they didn't blow that in the fourth quarter. I mean, it's it's a great spot to be in home with that many points is nice. However, you beat a Tennessee team that I think people, like the season's winding down and you're starting to realize you're in the AFC South. This thing's all but wrapped up for you. Yeah. You don't give a fuck. Like, were you a good team? Were you a bad team? Were you just kind of an even keel like, hey, guys, we're going to win a division this year and mm, we'll throw a party. I no. mean, I'm sure Tennessee wanted to win that game <laughs> to win the division. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I, just saying. Dallas 40 to 17. They're two down in the in the division with four games to go, and their last game of the year is Tennessee. I love when it just writes itself like that. That's good <laughs> you, stuff. You can't make this up. Mm -hmm. It's good. And now here's the guy. Here's the guy. Here's the thing. Here's what we're doing. In 25 seconds. <laughs> Yeah, I've been looking at it. I've been thinking about it, dude. No and shit, dude. We know this is the. Process. Well, you said Cleveland was going to blow them out, so that had to have been top of the list. Who else is getting their back blown out? out there? Uh, I'm going to go with the old strategy I've been talking about this whole fucking season, and it's rookie quarterbacks stepping in and defenses no not know how to play them. San Francisco it is no. It is the. Atlanta Falcons. Ohio, <laughs> Cincinnati Bearcat, Desmond Ritter, plus four, going into Nolens, and they're coming out. Oh, yeah. I think they went out right, baby. I think it's just going to be a shit game regardless. Yeah. So, hats off. I don't think fucking no. New Orleans scores any points, and I think Desmond Ritter does just enough yeah. to get Drake London two touchdowns. <laughs> Bucket, baby. 17 to nine. What a game. <laughs> Barn burner. No, 13 to nine. Oh. Just a field goal fest. Doesn't matter. We're getting plus four. So that's a plus eight win, baby. Hello. I'll take it. Girthy football. Girthy football. Episode 84. Four. Detroit Rock City. No Bye. mo.